0: Welcome to Uplifting Humans, where we honor, empower, educate, and inspire the listener. I'm Celindran Buller, your host. Today our guest is a highly sought-after dowser and speaker. He teaches ancient and modern technologies of transformation that are simple, straightforward, and can easily be learned by anyone. His goal is to empower people by changing their lives for the better. Welcome. Tyson Bannigan, How are you?
1: I'm fine. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you for joining us. I mean, we have been trying to get you on the show forever. So it's, uh, it's an honor and a privilege to uh, be sitting uh, and interviewing a master. And uh, so before we get started, is there anything interesting about your day that you want to share with the audience?
1: Well, it's an interesting day. It's sunny here. We've had lots of power outages because of high winds and trees across power lines, but today it's calm and quiet, peaceful, sunny, and we're going to have 17 degrees below wow. tonight. Whoa. Wow,
0: wow, wow. Now, uh, I, I understand uh, that by profession, you're a master whole systems designer, and by passion, you're a master dowser. How did that come about?
1: yes that's a good question i've always been interested in um, intuition intuition technology uh, how to get out of your own way and be able to receive crystal clear guidance Mm -hmm. so uh, i was led to dowsing dowsing is really you know an ancient technology that's sent down through time and memoriam uh, how to use a bobber or you know which is a, a weight on the end of a string or l rods or y rods which are made out of You know, the why in the branches of a tree to douse for anything from energy to answering yes no questions that have to do with healing or transformation or where's the water or should I do this or do that. So I realized that dowsing is really what I would call training wheels for guidance on demand. So that's how I got started as a dowser. But I also, before that, was an environmentalist. And so I was interested in the interface between. Our human technology and natural technology, let's call it technology when actually I'm talking you about the laws of nature and why is our our own technology not aligned with the laws of nature? How is it out of sync? Mm-hmm. And I came to discover the fundamental problem is we've alienated ourselves from our own inner nature and therefore from, therefore from nature ourself. And that has led to us create technologies that are out of sync with natural phenomena and then therefore are bound to be chaotic and self-destruct. So my goal as doing whole systems design is how can we create a new world or a new way of living where we're in sympathetic harmony with the evolution of consciousness on the planet, the evolution of Gaia or Mother Earth, and that it's sustainable from future generation to generation So that was my passion as an environmentalist. Then quickly, I made the transition from environmentalist to human growth development, personal development, because I realized that nobody wants to change their habits. Nobody wants to be told what to do. Therefore, being an environmentalist and encouraging people to change their fundamental habits of how they live their lives wasn't getting anywhere. Mm -hmm. But I really needed to deal with helping people change their inner landscape, their inner environment, and that they would naturally then come to understand their connection to nature and begin to do the outer work as well. Mm -hmm. So it was a long journey around the mulberry bush to get to the point of being a master dowser and teaching other people how to do that for themselves.
0: Yes. Well, it's interesting. I know as a master dowser, you speak internationally. You've been invited all over the planet. And uh, my hat's off to you for the work that you're doing. And I know that uh, for the audience, some of uh, the audience may not be 100% familiar where did dowsing come from. I know for myself, Einstein uh, was a dowser. And I know that even in most cities on the planet, most of the water systems that are created, they still use L-Rods. Can you explain a little bit, educate the the audience a little bit about dowsing?
1: Yeah, excuse me. <clears throat> dowsing is basically using instruments like an antenna. So, for example, if you think of a little bug, it has those two antennae on the top of its head that allows it to zone in on the frequency of, say, that plant that it eats that's in trouble. Like Most, most um, pests are, are only interested in diseased plants, and so they have a certain vibration that that bug picks up. So that antenna is a way of which they can heighten that vibrational frequency, so that they can then zone in on it. So using a uh, you know a pendulum, which is you know a weight on the end of of a string, like this is a crystal one for example, or it can be metal, um, anything on the end of a string becomes then a pendulum, and a pendulum is another uh, antenna. So there a basic motion where the pendulum is. Straight up forward is a yes, and crossways is a no. Mm -hmm. And so now I can then ask simple, straightforward, yes, no questions, and uh, get clear answers. And how do I know that they're clear answers? Because I programmed the pendulum that I only want the answer from my higher self connected to source. I'm not interested in my human mind consciousness or what my human mind thinks is right or what my ego thinks I should be doing. I only want to know what When I'm connected to source, what is the answer? So that gives me clear guidance. And the more I trust that as a dowser, the clearer the guidance becomes. And ultimately I won't need a bobber, I won't need a pendulum, I won't need L rods. I'll be able to just get clear guidance. So that gives you an idea of how a bobber is a yes or no answer. With L rods, it's a little different. They're they're like two rods that you hold out and you point them down a bit, and it's great for discovering water, because as you walk towards the water with the intention, show me the water, you, first of all, you speak the landscape with your L-Rod, and it will stop, and you know that you walk that way. And when you walk in that direction, the L-Rod will go like that, crossways to the point where the water is. And then you then check it, you step out four or five feet, then you come in with your L-Rods like this, straight ahead, and when you get to the edge of the water, they can do this. Okay. And then you move through the water vein, they open up, and then they close on the other side of the water vein. So now you've got the water vein. Then you ask, well, which direction is it flowing, this way or that way? And you get a yes or no, which way is it flowing? Then you can do how deep is it, is it 100 meter, 10 meter, with a yes or no, and is it potable, all the rest of the questions. So the L-rods are just, again, other antenna that you're holding out in front of you like this rather than the bug with the antenna up there.
0: Isn't that that interesting? In in this uh, modern day technology, uh, we still have not uh, gone past, uh, you know, some of these ancient technologies that were discovered and used. And, uh, you know, uh, just to give you an example, I know that we had the city workers looking for the water mains on our property. We're living on a farm, and uh, outside my window, I was fascinated to find that the city of Richmond was using L rods to discover where the water source was. So it's it's a it's it's a beautiful technology. Now Einstein used that. Einstein Einstein, as far as I know, was probably one of the um, earlier. Uh, um, users of dowsing. Can you name another few that you're familiar with that maybe other parts of the world will be familiar with?
1: Well, we can do it the, the negative side. The one that comes to mind it was uh, Hitler. Hitler wouldn't go anywhere without dowsers. Uh, he wanted to know where the lands mines were. He wanted to know what was the safest journey. He wanted to know whether the weather was correct. He wanted to know whether he would be safe here, there, or wherever. He was fairly paranoid, certainly in the latter part. Uh, well, in the middle of, you know, the war uh, about his own safety. So he had dowsers around him. You know, he would douse what's the right time for attack and all the rest of that. So he really did move without having feedback from dowsers. And, of course, he had astrologers and others as well. And he was trying to use all the ancient arts, but from a very negative point of view, they're the same arts that we're talking about, but from a positive uh, point of view. Mm -hmm. So the difference between the two is one is used, to enslave people, and one is to free people from bondage, right? So to help them take back their personal power and stand in their truth. But it's the same technology. It's just the reverse of it, used for non-beneficial reasons. But yes, Hitler definitely was one. And there's evidence of Elrods being used in Egyptian pyramids and the hieroglyphics. So it goes way, way back. We know that they used them for locating iron ore in the Middle Ages. There's, you know, wood prints of that. Those are some examples of knowing that it was way, way back in history. We Also, I would suspect, although this is just my intuition, but I think Moses used his staff as a rod. He was certainly able to use it to transform his staff into a snake. Certainly was able to use his uh, rod to part the Red Sea. So I think that he was like a wizard and a wizard's staff or rod is another tool just like the Egyptian onk is a tool that can be used for dowsing or for collecting uh, let's call it source energy and magnifying it through an intention to bring about a result that you want
0: Mm-hmm. it's very it's very very fascinating and I know that um, you know when you look at uh, earlier civilizations and uh, societies that were uh, using these particular mechanisms to navigate life, um, you know, which brings me to that beautiful uh, pattern that you have behind you. Can, you. can you give us an explanation? Because I know, I know what it is, but I want to be able to share with the audience what exactly is behind you there, that beautiful, beautiful pattern.
1: Let's see if I can move a bit out of the way. So those are what the chakras look like if you could read the auric field, right? Yes. And so uh, the top one is my crown chakra. So when I'm aligned, I'm aligned with my crown chakra. And quite. I should scoot over a bit more. But the point is I always want to be talking from the guidance flowing through me uh, so that my human mind consciousness is out of the way. Behind me is the flower of life. You could see the petals over here. That's the flower of life, and it's in a circle, and it's replicated uh, throughout from the tiniest atom all the way through to the multiverse. It's a repetitive, repetitive, uh, you know, circles within circles within circles, like the First Nations say. There's a circle within the circle. Well, this is the flower of life. It's literally it keeps flowering and flowering, so it can be scaled up, and that's the basis. Uh, of the work that I did at my master's degree, which is whole systems design. If you understand a whole system, if you understand how a system works at the molecular level, it's no different than how the system works at your heart level or a chakra level or at a human aura level or at a society level or at a galactic level or a multiverse level. They're all nested like the ukrainian dolls one within the other it's the same system all the way up and all the way down which is the hermetic axiom as above so below so that's why i got interested in whole system design it gave me the clues of what is this pattern what is this sacred geometry that's behind me how does that replicate throughout the universe and if that's sacred you know technology how do we use it in this day and age when we think technology is outside of ourselves When in actual fact, the real powerful technology of transformation is inside of ourselves, right? But we keep looking outside. We think it's in our cell phone or it's on Google. But in actual fact, we ask the questions inside. The answers we get far surpass anything that we could get from Google. Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. Now, I know that there's been a huge shift. A huge huge shift in consciousness in energy in life and depending on where you are on the ladder or on the journey um, you might understand it and experience it differently um, can you explain what is happening because every second person is feeling anxious or stressed or um, Uh, they're going into, they, they, they have had a noticeable shift in their life. Can you explain? And I know you're the best to explain this. So.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's, um, we're in the midst of an evolution of consciousness, evolution of consciousness has been evolving on this planet since the first time that man arrived here. We've been evolving. And uh, each child that's born goes through the evolutionary stages that humanity went through previously. Right. So, and now we have forerunners. So we have the rainbow children, the indigo children, the crystal children, which have full blown, all the clairs, you know, um, clairaudient, clairvoyant, all the seven to 12 clairs are most of them are highly activated and they're telepathic. So they're the forerunners of where we're going to be. But for the rest of us that weren't necessarily with these, full, born full with these full blown, as the earth's energy rises and we clear the karma and trauma this locked in Mother Earth, because she's a living entity, then the consciousness overall on the planet rises up. So there's more intergalactic influence that we're being affected by, interstellar or planetary alignment. And therefore, whatever trauma that is inside of us needs to be cleared. So we may have been just as really doing just fine as spiritual people. We may have been meditating or doing whatever, yoga or whatever. And all of a sudden... That doesn't work to the depth that it used to be working before, and we're having this. Oh my goodness! There's this stuff coming up. It's trauma that needs to be cleared, deeper stuff that we didn't have access to, that now is coming up, like karmic seeds or or things that trauma that hasn't been dealt with, unresolved emotional conflict, core fractures, those sorts of things. And all it means is that we're at the stage where we have enough evolutionary light let's call it light or knowingness to be able to transform that which we couldn't transform before so we have more homework to do
0: Mm -hmm. now um i i know it's easier said than done so for someone who's just stepping into this realm because everything that used to work no longer works in life to um change how they're feeling and how they're navigating their journey. What could you suggest to someone who's just starting off?
1: Well, the first thing is that, you know, when we get up in the morning, like you know, I just did now, is you take a shower, you clean your physical body. And I don't know about you, but I can no, not have a shower, you know, maybe two days is maybe the most. And then, you know, I got to have another shower. So it's the same thing with your energy system, your, your, your different layers of your being, your auric field, your, your different multilayers of your being, which we call the auric field. They need to be cleansed as well, on a, you know, on a, almost on a daily basis. Well, I, clear, I clear mine on a daily basis. Let's put it that way. Another way of saying it is that your, your chakras, which are behind me, make up your auric field, which are the, those, those uh, flowers of life, are all nested that become a flower of light, which are your auric field. They need to be clean. Particularly if you're an empath or a highly sensitive person, you pick up other people's energy, and you can't help yourself. You're always a, uh, always concerned about other people and how they feel and wanting to help them be better than they are if you're a, a healer or an empath. But you pick up their stuff, so you need to have a uh, cleansing Of your etheric field. So I really recommend a deep clearing protocol. You can head over to the Extraordinary Healing Arts Academy. We'll give you the link in the show notes here. And you just head over there and sign into the deep clearing protocol. It's $25. And you do the deep clearing protocol. It's 64 statements, like 64 hexagrams. You know, there's from heaven to earth, there's 64 to go the whole cycle, there's 64 clearing statements you do that for 21 days and it clears up your auric field and for 21 days it really what you're doing is your conscious mind is teaching your subconscious mind to run this program 24 7 365 so when you say clear in the future it will run the whole program in the background so the whole idea of dowsing is we come up with protocols that say when i do this this happens right so when i douse well, this is my answer is yes, this is no, I'm connected to source, blah, blah, blah. That's my protocol. So now when I start the dials, I'm running that protocol. So when you do the deep clearing, now when you say, I clear, it runs the whole program. So we want to shorten everything. We want to make it simple. And that's like taking an etheric shower to keep yourself uh, clean. And if there's trauma, unresolved you know, core fractures, toxic motion, deeper work that we need to do, I've developed some proprietary ways in which to deal with that as well. So in 21 days, you're not free and clear. You just need to do a little deeper dive, go down the rabbit hole and clean things up.
0: And and can one do that on behalf of someone who may not be able to do it for themselves? Maybe children, maybe the elderly, maybe someone who has now, you know, um, been in a state where they cannot help themselves any longer?
1: Yes, great question. So there's two schools of thought to this. One is no, you can't, which I don't agree with necessarily. The second one, is it going to be the most benevolent outcome for all concerned, yes or no? And if it is a benevolent outcome for all concerned, then the answer is yes. And, you know, and if you're concerned about that, you can say that you don't want to interfere with anybody's karmic, whatever that they need to go through. But that being said, look, we're on this planet, you know, it says in the Bible, you know, to uh, help thy neighbor their neighbor as myself. so i would say go ahead and do it certainly if you are a parent you can do it for your children if you can do it for anybody in your lineage you can do it for your past in future lineages so like when you clear yourself you're clearing i think the latest is three hundred and sixty-five thousand souls when you clear yourself because you're clearing back seven generations and nine generations into the future so yes when you clear yourself you are clearing everybody around you that's associated with and in fact everybody that comes into your auric field will start to get cleared you can't help it they can't help it they'll just say hey what did you do did you did you did you change your clothes or did you change your hair they just know something's different about you you just have a different aura." so yes particularly if the person is you know bedridden or say they're in a coma or don't have any way to give you permission then absolutely go ahead. And if you're still concerned, talk to their higher self and ask their higher self whether you have permission, which is a straight yes or no. And that should give you enough, you know, guidelines that you can't get into trouble and you feel comfortable with whatever your belief system, whether it's just go ahead and do it or check with their higher selves. Either way is fine, but please just do it.
0: And do something. And do something,
1: yeah. So we do something like this. When I clear myself, I clear my family of origin, my star family, and my soul family of any and all, blah,
0: blah, 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 blah. Or
1: I clear myself, my house, my car, my family of work, my associates, blah, blah, blah. You know, so, right. yeah.
0: and 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 in in helping yourself, you're helping the world. And so, if you start with yourself and make a shift, make a change for the better, you're helping everyone, including Mother Earth. Absolutely. Said uh, Tyson, can you um, uh, let our audience know what other changes do you foresee that are coming down the pipe? Because I know masters always seem to be ahead of the ed, uh, curve. So. What else do you foresee on a global level, which is impacting or will impact us in the near future?
1: Yeah, that's a good one. I believe that we are in this turnaround. I got to work with a, um, a man who was working on free energy uh, like Victor Shelberg and like Tesla and others. And uh, I got to meet with him every Wednesday night for a number of months. In a small group that taught us about different technologies that Tesla had created, and I said, you know, why are we studying all this technology? Uh, and he said, because as humans, we need to be reminded that all this technology we can do inside of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so I really love that. I love that a wake-up call. Yes. So then, I, then if that's the case, then think about what it will be without a cell phone. Mm-hmm. We'll be able to be telepathic, and we'll be able to communicate without any technology. We won't need five G. We won't need electrical. Hy- uh, we won't need electrical lines. We won't need cars. We can give the planet back to the animals to roam freely on the surface of the planet. We'll be able to travel in the air. We'll be able to teletransport at some point. There will be an unlimited abundance. There'll be no scarcity because it's a lie perpetuated by a false belief system. We'll get clear guidance. We will then be able to graduate into the Federation of Intergalactic Planets, right? The Federation of Light, because there will be world peace. And all, how, what's the projection of this? I don't know. All I know is, if I start with myself. I clear myself daily, and I teach other people to do it. We have a multiplier effect, and that's what it says in the Bible, 144,000. Or maybe it's 3% of the population. Miles said it takes 5% to bring about a revolution. Maybe it takes 3% for an evolution in consciousness. I don't know. But the hundredth monkey is not that far away. And among those that know better than I am, we are much closer to this than we could ever imagine. Despite of what what we hear on the news and what we're fed, we are the light and lightning of the planet is underway. Its unstoppable force It's bound to happen and will be inhabiting a new earth. And as far as I'm concerned, the sooner the better.
0: Yes, exactly. And uh, and on that note, uh, I know that we've mentioned some of the uh, things that one can get started doing. Are there any other tips that you have that people can use to prepare for this uh, huge change, which is uh, soon to come or yeah. is already here?
1: Yeah, I think some of them you already have some of those gifts. And that is, you know, for example, the breathing techniques through Kundalini yoga learning how to breathe, to anchor yourself, make sure you're fully rooted uh, to earth, that uh, you can then um, ground all of what no longer serves you, your emotions, your trauma, you can release them from your body mm-hmm. so that uh, that emotions flow through you and are grounded, you don't hang on to them, they don't get in, caught in your muscles or in your neural fibers, that you are a free, independent human being that you're connected to source and grounded to earth. So I think yoga, breathing exercises, critically important. Uh, going for walks and being connected to Divine Mother, to nature, to having some sort of spiritual practice, doing ceremony at the, the, you know the, during the quarters of the moon is a great way of doing that. Knowing your moon cycle, if you're a woman, uh, being uh, connected to the cycles of the moons, like the lunar calendar. You know, the Chinese calendar is really good to know where we are in the lunar cycle. To um, also uh, honor the equinoxes and the solstices with ceremony so that you know that you're part of the, the galactic whole That we're you know, on this magical planet spinning through nature and that there's times of light and darkness and that the yin and yang is within us and that we need to honor that and bless that. So ceremony, I think, is part of that. But grounding, I think, is one of the most important things as we move forward. Because if you're grounded and standing in your truth, then you can't be, sub- you can't be carried away by fear. And the way that this planet is ruled now is by fear, doubt, shame, and guilt. So if we can deal with those negative emotions and transmute them into positive, life-giving emotions by letting them go, and then you can't be entrapped. You're no longer part of the matrix, and the matrix will dissolve around you. And you see the truth of everything, and you'll be at the right place at the right time, and your life will be full of more ease and grace. And who doesn't want that? Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. And uh, for, for our listening audience, Tyson, what is a simple act of taking your emotion and putting it to Mother Earth? What is... What is something that someone can do in the heat of the moment, in that moment where you're trying to, you're trying to understand how do you ground that emotion?
1: You, you first of all, you, you, you calm yourself, which is really difficult because you're already, you know, you already got your hormones going into flight. So you want to stop that. You want to, you know, take, stand your ground That's and right. you want to sit down or even just stand. And you want to catch your breathing because now you're hyperventilating. So you want to calm your breath down. So the best way to do this is take one deep belly breath from your diaphragm and breathe it in. Imagine white light coming into your crown chakra, feeling all of your body with white light and your heart being the last one. Then when it's fully full of light, then breathe it out and give it to the world and sigh on the exhale. Oh. nice. Do three of those now the next three bring up the warm mother earth energy from the heart of mother earth fill your whole body with with the with the brown energy right like a warm blanket fill your heart out and breathe that into the world and when you've done that bring them both of them together and tuck three breaths so you have the yin and yang spinning in your heart the yin becomes the yang the yang becomes the yin the fear becomes you know there is no fear there comes courage, fear, courage, fear, and then it dissolves because there is no more fear or courage. There's just the breathing. And then you say, I'm connected to source and grounded to earth. I'm connected to source and grounded to earth, connected to source and grounded to earth. And you'll be still, you'll be quiet.
0: Well, that's a beautiful, I mean, you just repeating all of that. uh, There's a a sense of calm and ease that has just come over my body, just listening to you say that. So imagine now uh, making this a part of your practice, your daily routine. And and that's the beauty, uh, you know, of of working with Tyson. Um, The other thing I wanted to touch on, Tyson, is that... um, You know, there's so much that's going on. What do you think society or community needs to address moving forward to support each other? Because, again, we're looking at us as a separate entity. It's like, oh, you know, this is my business, not their business. Or, oh, they're going through hell and trauma. It doesn't affect me. Can you just touch on that?
1: Yeah, I really believe that no man is free until all men are free or no person is free until all how people are free i think we live in uh, you know people worry about the fact of you know artificial intelligence i feel that we all really are living in a world of artificial intelligence call it the matrix or call it whatever you want um the fibers that make up that um, are fear doubt shame guilt um and that you're not good enough and that keeps us in, in our little uh, our little you know in our human mind consciousness, we're never good enough and we could never succeed or we could never get it right. Mm-hmm. And so when we let go of that um, and take our back our personal power and stand in our truth, no matter what, we become sovereign human beings and then we're granted the ability to have the divine energies flow through us, which have all those gifts of those clears that we were talking about. And you know we don't receive those clears unless we're trustworthy. So those children that have them now were able to do the work in their past lives. That's why they have them in this life. But in this life, we can receive those clears by clearing what's in the way. You know. So in other words, we're all enlightened. We're already there. Nobody needs to go anywhere and do anything. We're just in our own way because of this belief system that was been inculcated into us from the matrix. So once we free ourselves from the matrix, right? Yes. Then we are one with source consciousness always have been and always will be able to flow through us and all those gifts will be available for us because we're trustworthy right and and we won't know we we can't abuse that that power and that energy
0: yes and there's a belief system out there also and i know that you and i have discussed that where you know if you're in if you're a witness to something it is affecting you in some way or form so you know, it may not belong to you or your family, but by you witnessing something and knowing that it's, you know, uh, hell that someone else is going through, um, and you not being there to support each other, I really feel that, you know, at some point, y- you're going to recognize that just by witnessing that you are a part of that.
1: Yes. And, and, the, and the next step from witnessing it, is to do something about that. And what do I mean by that? Everything is an inside job. Nothing shows up in your life without a reason. Even the horrific stuff that you have on TV. So rather than being overwhelmed by the TV and shutting it off and never paying attention, which is sort of like um, being a spiritual ostrich, with your head in the sand, um, why not turn it on and transform it? And What do I mean by that? Well, if it's affecting you, there's some part inside of you that you haven't dealt with that's bothering you. So say the president of the United States is triggering you. Why is he triggering you? What part of you is being triggered? Because if you weren't being triggered, if there wasn't some adversary, what he said would not be relevant to you. Right. So, so go inwardly and do the work. So somebody is being abused uh, and you see that rather than jumping in there and trying to stop the abuse. I'm not saying don't do that. If you feel called to do that, your Kung Fu master or whatever, or you know that you can do that or you're called to do that, then do it. Otherwise, go in and do the work. You know, what is it triggered inside of you? How do you feel when you see abuse? What does that mean to you? And how can you clear? Can you do it through honopono? You know, I love you. Please, you know, I'm sorry. Please forgive me and thank you. Why did this show up and why do I need to get done with it? And if it's something that's overwhelming with an emotion, here's another technique. It's called the instant miracle. Just sit with it. Don't try and fix it. Don't try and change it. Don't try and get you there with a the human mind. Just sit with emotion and be with it, and it will dissipate. Sometimes it will take 15 minutes. Sometimes it may take two rounds. may take 20 to 30 minutes. But even the worst emotions will dissipate on their own. It's when you don't deal with it, when you try and bury it or ignore it, uh, push it away, forget that it even happened, is when it gets locked in your biological system and starts to bring about disorder and disease in your body. So there's nothing outside of yourself. Everything is inside of you. It's an inside job. So, you know, it's your opportunity to do the inner work.
0: And 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 on that note, uh, since you've brought up the Hawaiian technology, can you uh, educate our our listeners to to that and then just go over that?
1: Yeah, it, it just comes from, from Len. He was a short story, so we can do it quick. He was uh, in charge uh, of uh, in a psychiatric ward in Hawaii of very uh, advanced um, psychiatric patients. And he was assigned to this job. Nobody wanted to work there. The paint couldn't stick on the walls. People were skipping work. People were getting worse. And all he did is said, like, give me all the files of all the inmates. And all he did was sit in his office and go through the files. And the end of the story is that it became a happy place to to work. The paint stayed on the wall. People wanted to come to work. And they actually shut down the institution because there was no need for it. So what did he do becomes a big question. What he did is the pono prayer and recognizing that, that where he was, the fact he was working in a sane asylum, in a mental institution, was because there was things inside of himself that he needed to deal with that he hadn't dealt with before. So he went inward and he said, "I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I've had to send, end up in this place like this to learn what I need to learn. So I'm sorry, and please forgive me for everybody out there in the outer world that's had to show up for me have this inner learning experience. So I love you and sorry, and please forgive me because if I'd figured this out on my own, you wouldn't all need to show up in this." movie that I created for myself for me to learn this. All so, I'm sorry, I love you. Please forgive me and thank you for showing up so I could learn this lesson. And now that I've learned this lesson, the whole world around me shifts, including everybody in it. So there you come back to that original thing. Can I, when I do this clearing, can I include everybody else? The fact that you're doing the deep clearing protocol includes everybody else.
0: Yes, all parts of you.
1: Yeah, all parts of you.
0: That's Every,
1: right. Yeah, you become... Wherever you go, you are transforming everybody by the light that you be.
0: Because of who you are. Isn't that just so, so, so incredibly beautiful? And um, now one last question, and that is, um, what is your greatest strength and the most challenging weakness? I know that you're a master of masters and there's very few masters left. So we are very, very privileged to have you on today, but I'd love to an- get you to answer that.
1: I think my greatest strength is an unwavering passion to pass on this technology transformation called dowsing to mm-hmm. the next generation. You know, I was born as an empath in 1945 before there was even an idea what empaths were or highly sensitive people. If I can get the millennials and the 30-year-olds to understand what I know at their age so that they can cut through this, cut through the chatter, so to speak, and learn who they are, take back their personal power and stand in the truth no matter what. If I can pass this on to the next generation, I'm done. I will will transition as a happy puppy, knowing that I have fulfilled my life's mission. All right. So that's the pause and the negative is probably I'm trying to do that too fast and I get caught up in my human mind uh, emotion that I think I need to do it the way that I learned as an academic, that I have to do it from my left brain. I have to figure it all out and I have to push like crazy because if I don't hire, work hard, I won't succeed and blah, 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 which are all big fat lies that I still believe because I'm addicted to it. Uh, and it's a very powerful addiction and I've actually hired a coach and we will be working on only transmuting that. No stories, no nothing. What is it that you fear, Tyson? Is it that you want to be loved? You want to be understood? You know, what are the fundamental traumas that are in your own way that you believe that it's going to be more beneficial to work hard, come from your human mind consciousness, when you know that the way to do this with ease and grace from your from your true nature, which is connected to source. So I'm caught in this yin yang dilemma, like everybody else on the planet, yes. trying to learn how to do this with more ease and grace. And so the periods of my grace can get longer and longer and longer until I'm there.
0: Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. And you doing the work is going to help and benefit all of us because I know that you're all about sharing, you're all about giving, and you're all about service. And that is beautiful. So this brings us to the end of today's conversation. I will definitely have you back again, Tyson. It's always, always a pleasure. And I look forward to working with you. And I hope that our audience reaches out to you as well. If our audience wants to get a hold of you, can you please let them know how to contact you?
1: Yeah, you can send me an email. It's my first name. It's spelled unusually. It's Tyson, T-Y-H-S-O-N. At me, me.com I like the me. I always jokingly say it's all about me when it's not. It's about us. But Tyson at me.com easy to remember. You can also phone me toll free. It's one eight six six dowsing, or one eight six six three six nine seven four six four. You can catch me every Tuesday at three p.m. Pacific, six p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Healing Hour. You can ask me any questions on dowsing energy healing. Can't phone on that toll free number. Join me through Zoom or go over to the Dowsing and Energy Healing Colts Facebook group. Ask me questions there about dowsing or energy healing or anything that you want to know about what you learned on this show. And I think that's it. And if you just Google my name, you'll see about the Academy and the Wellness Show and all the other things I do.
0: And of course, we'll put a a link on our fame uh, on our main website as well as uh, a nice picture of Tyson because you know uh, very few masters that are with us uh, on planet Earth, most of them have uh, have uh, gone into the ethers to help us on the other side. so we will definitely uh, have Tyson on our main main website as long as well as a link to this particular interview, and we'll update that when we have Tyson back again. Thank you so much. I am Solyndran Buller, and I'm from Uplifting Humans. Please go to upliftinghumans.com, share our page, and tune in. Thank you so much.